What's up, folks, and welcome back to the Shitake Podcast. As always, I'm your main host, Shannon. Joining me this week is my co-host, Mamat. Mamat, say what's up to the people. Soldier, assemble now. <laughs> that is bad, right? Well, let's go. That actually that sounded like I was about to start playing a video game on like the arcade from the nineties. <laughs> like I was about to start playing Metal Slug or something. <laughs> Heavy machine gun. <laughs> that went too bad. That went too bad. I, I like that one. That was good. That was good. Uh, all right, folks. This week. <laughs> This week we're going to be doing a review for the ta- the ah, I keep screwing up this title, the Saga of Tanya the Evil. We're going to be reviewing both the show, the movie, and as a bonus, the OVA. Yeah. So before we get into that, it's my turn with the question of the week, and this one is a bit weird, but it has to do with this week's topic, with this week's show. So, as we know, in Saga of the Tanya the Evil, we Tanya goes up against basically challenges god so to speak mm-hmm. if you had to challenge a god which god would it be oh, which god what do you mean by which god which mythological etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah how would i know that <laughs> i'm i'm really bad at that what man. you've uh, never you've never looked at any kind of mythologies before come on bro no I I know their names, but I, I, I but I didn't know what they, they are going to So you're gonna be fighting blind. So you're gonna be fighting blind. Oh, sucks for you. Uh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Which god? Oh man. Oh no. I'm sucks at it. Oh. <laughs> I really know some of their names, but I, I don't know what they are god of. So yeah. Thank you for so the question. Choose a god, and I will choose a god, and I will try to inform you on which god you are choosing, and tell you just how badly you fucked up. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm getting roast on the podcast. Mm. Um, what god? Huh? What is it called again? Mm-hmm. Is Zeus a god? Yes, Zeus is a god. Okay, uh, maybe Zeus. Oh, you fucked up. Fucked up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope, too late. You made your choice. Zeus, Greek king of the gods. Okay, he is the top tier god. Okay, no okay. one beats him. Zeus right. is the god. So his main, he's basically the god of all gods. I can't remember what his specific areas of uh, control are. Um, like uh-huh. I know Demeter is the god of the earth. She controls the uh, change from spring to summer to fall control seasons that kind of shit i can't remember what zeus is on but i do remember that zeus is basically the all might of the of the gods including his <laughs> signature weapon the lightning bolt yeah. is that a weapon a lightning bolt is a weapon yes they are forged by his brother uh brother brother brother, brother. son son oh no my greek mythology is a little rusty yeah. Um, Hephaestus, <laughs> oh, no. he's in love with Aphrodite, so he marries Aphrodite. Hephaestus was thrown off Mount Olympus because he wasn't pretty enough. I believe he is the son of one of the other gods, because um, he was thrown off of Mount Olympus for being born, quote unquote, deformed. 
Um, so he should be a second generation god. Um, but he is the god of blacksmith and smithy, uh, god of not god of fire. Yes, Vulcan should be the Roman god. Um, so he should be the god of fire as well. Uh, fire? Oh no. I know for a fact he's the god of the forge. <laughs> so we're gonna stick with that. So he basically okay. is the god of all blacksmithy. Um, he mm-hmm. actually forges Zeus's lightning bolts. Zeus just throws them joints, but you are still gonna get lit up by lightning. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. So, uh, oh, no. Why? <laughs> that's why I said you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah. I, I know nothing about God mythology and stuff. Yeah. Thank you for that. Learn your history. Mm. I, I don't know if, if that counts as a history. It does. <sighs> Okay. History is not only factual, but also mythological. So looking at the gods of ancient Egypt, that's still considered history because they have monuments and texts to go along with them. Still considered okay. history. All right. All right. It, it, maybe we call it a legend, but I don't know about history. It's history. If I go to Egypt and I want to study Egyptian history, mm-hmm. I have to study the gods that they worship. Not to say that I have to believe that they were truly gods, but those gods were part of their history. Mm, yeah, when you put it that way, that, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is your choice then? I, I, uh, if I, like, because you are if so I knowledgeable. Win, <laughs> yeah. If I want to win, uh, and depending on the contest, um, if I'm going Greek, I'm going to be facing off against... Yeah, I could be a dick. I could be a dick. <laughs> this is terrible. No, no, I'm going to get canceled for that joke. No, I'm not doing that joke. I'm going to get canceled for real. Um, who, who will cancel oh, you, man? Cancel. Please, so, no. No, no. no <laughs> Nobody will no. cancel it's, you. It's, no, this is one of those jokes where it's like, you ever watch like a, like a, an interview and it's like, so-and-so gets canceled from a tweet from 30 years, from 20 years ago. And yeah. then they read the tweet. It's like, that's why the fuck would you put that out there? This yeah, was this almost one it. of those moments. <laughs> yeah, this, this is almost it. one of those moments. <laughs> Not going to say that joke. No, it's cancel worthy joke. Um, <laughs> it is going to be gonna it. Um, if we're going Greek, I would probably go against Hermes and a test of strength. Um, Hermes is known for speed, not strength. If I was going to go Egyptian. Probably nobody, because I don't want to die. Oh, if I'm gonna go <laughs> Norse, uh, I'm gonna also have to go again. Nobody, because everybody's gonna kill me. Um, of course, they're gods. They're gods. Well, yeah, but I'm thinking like, okay, I'm thinking about the weaknesses of gods. Like, what gods have weaknesses in what areas? The Greek mythology is nice in this regard because they most of the gods have specific traits that they are good at um and they intend to neglect the other aspects of themselves like i'm not getting into a war with Ares because or a test of combat with Ares, the god of war because i will die but Ares is not known for being super intelligent he's not known for his general iq he's known for being strong he's known for being for tech i believe a little bit of tactics but for the most part if i'm going to challenge a god and intelligence, I'm not going to challenge Athena, 
Athena is the basically the god of, she's the goddess of Athens, which is the center of learning. That's part of her shit, but she's also the goddess of war. So each one has their own little shtick. So you can mm-hmm. find one and choose something that, if you can choose the contest, you can choose one that they're not good at and have a chance to survive. Um, a chance, okay? A chance. <laughs> right. I, I can't do that in Egyptian or Greek or, or most other most other ones. Because it's just going to be a situation where it's like, yeah, I'm just going to kill you. <laughs> Like just, death. just death. Why with with this question though? <laughs> I don't see the point. Uh, the whole well, it was it goes back to the show we're watching where Tanya, I can't remember his original, um, essentially is defying God and basically wants to challenge God and disprove God, disprove being X that they will not worship them as a god. It's a direct challenge. So yeah. I thought this kind of played in with that. Um, might have been a too bit too abstract. <laughs> and we know we, we cannot beat any of the gods here, I guess. But still, we have a chance. I stand by my statement. I might. Oh no, I know which god I can be. I know right. which one I can be. A hundred percent of the time. Okay. Aqua. Pro, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, just you wait. Season three is coming, man. Season three is coming. And just Aqua's wait, still man. gonna be trash. No, nah, still... I don't care. I don't care. Love Aqua. Aqua forever. Fuck darkness. Aqua garbage. <laughs> this darkness is hot. Um, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. 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 You like airheads? Yeah, of course. Why? Like useless airheads. Airheads are, are cute, right? <laughs> we're not going down this tangent. Um, all right, we're all right, guys. Um, <laughs> if you have the answer for for this um weird question, please uh, leave us a comment down there somewhere in our social media. We are Shitake Podcast. Um, everywhere, we will want to know your choice for the god that you want to challenge and why. I guess yeah. So let's move on. Moving on. All right, folks, we are going on to our main topic of the show, which is the review for Saga of Tanya, also known as Yojo Senki. Yojo Senki. Yojo Senki. Which I would love a direct translation for that. Because this Uh, title does not suit the show app. Direct translation means something else. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put. That cannot be a direct translation. (laughs) <laughs> what does it mean okay okay so google is fucking with me right now mm-hmm. <laughs> so the google translates just literally says so- the saga of tanya the little girl and then, but then there's a reddit that's like that cannot be a direct translation okay? tanya is a proper noun that's somebody's name you can't just you, know, you can't do that <laughs> and then of course then i went to reddit and it says someone actually 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 asked the question wow um, really <laughs> See, and, okay, and here's the funny thing. So apparently in Spanish, it tra- it's it's called uh, uh, Diario de Guerra or War Diary. Um, oh. So apparently the actual title translates to. Uh, Hold on, where'd it go? 
I lost it. Hold on. It translates to military record of a little girl is the most direct English translation, which can we can we stick with that? Because. OK, we're going to do the synopsis first before I dive into that, because this, this is going to take me a minute. So. <laughs> I mean, Yojo, it means little girl. Yes. And Seki. Right. So oh, that is uh, uh, now I get it. Nikki and Senkan, I guess. War Diary. Yeah. 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 So War Diary of a Little Girl. Sense. Yes. Yeah. Now I know. Oh. This saga of Tanya the Evil. We're going we to get into that. We're going to get into that. Um, the synopsis for this show, because we're getting off track, we're getting out of order here, is going to come from <laughs> MyAnimeList.net. Uh, and they actually, for once, did not give us a three paragraph synopsis, although it is a little bit larger of a paragraph. But I'll take the wins as we can get them. Yeah. Uh, so synopsis is as follows. Tanya DeGurchaf is a young soldier infamous for, pre- for predatorial-like ruthlessness and an uncanny tactical aptitude, earning her the nickname of the Devil of the Rhine. Underneath her innocuous appearance, however, lies the soul of a man who challenged being X, the self-proclaimed god to a battle of wits, which resulted in him being reincarnated as a little girl into a world of magical war- warfare. Hell-bent on defiance, Tanya resolves to ascend the ranks of her country's military as it slowly plunges into world war, with only being X proving to be the strongest obstacle in recreating the peaceful life that she once knew, but her perceptive actions and combat initiative make an unintended side of, have an unintended side effect, propelling the mighty empire into becoming one of the most powerful nations in mankind's history. That is, that is the synopsis from MyAnimalist.net. So essentially what goes down with this show is you have this, this, Middle management type dude who basically just he's there mainly to fire people. He fires the dude. He basically has a breakdown, and he the uh, the dude that fired him or Tanya, which I'll refer to this character as Tanya to the main name. Tanya basically fires him, and he's trying to get to the train to take it home. And he's waiting on the platform, not paying attention. The dude that Tanya fired comes up, pushes him in front of Train Coon, and Train Coon basically is about to isekai this bitch. And then God, <laughs> quote unquote, steps in and stops time mm-hmm. and basically is questioning, <laughs> is questioning Tanya. And it's basically like, basically just basically tells Tanya that you are a shitty person. You don't believe in God. You have no compassion. I'm, mm-hmm. I shouldn't even reincarnate your ass. Mm-hmm. And then Tanya in defiance just starts telling God why he shouldn't believe in him and why God's a terrible God. Mm-hmm. And God's like, you know what? I'm going to break my own rules. I'm going to reincarnate you. But if you die this time, you don't get reincarnated no more yeah. and sends Tanya yeah. to this alternate world. This is a parallel world. This is a parallel world. Call back to last week. Sends Tanya to a parallel world and basically says that if you think that you can live, you can believe in me if I send you into a strife-filled world, you get to go here. And it's basically an alternate world, a parallel world, at the point mm-hmm. right before World War II. So you have the Empire, which is essentially Nazi Germany. You have the Federation of States, which is like the U.S. You have what I think they call it Escargo, which is like France. Um, Limey, which is like England, UK. Um, and then it's like a bunch of smaller nations like Ukraine and stuff. And essentially... Tanya is deciding how she can live the best life possible. She realizes if I join the military, 
I can ascend through the ranks. Well, of course, Isakai, so she comes through with an inordinate amount of magical power. Oh, magic's a thing in this world. Comes mm-hmm. with an inordinate amount of, amount of magic power. Gets carried into the military. Basically is on a scouting mission and wipes out a whole platoon. And they're like, oh, you a badass. Got you. And basically okay. just skyrockets her to the front of the line for uh, military rank and uh, command and all this stuff. And she's a brilliant tactician, high magical aptitude. And God is basically like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make your life hell. So gives her all of this stuff. And then to the point where anytime she's about to end up in a peaceful life, God intervenes in a way that, of course, is inconspicuous because it's God and yeah. makes it so that things go off the rails and make life harder for her to get her to pray to him. Yeah. Um, and this God is, is known to, uh, to Tanya. Tanya calls that God being X. Being X. Um, and it just, it, it goes off the rails from there. And she basically just becomes this vicious military mind and military asset. It, it's, it's, we're going to dive into the, the actual story, but that's the quick and dirty of what this show is. Um, yep. We're going to circle back to my complaint about the title of this show. <laughs> The saga of Tanya the evil does not make sense because Tanya is not evil. Um, I don't know. Well, no, oh, no, no. We got to do scores and slogans. We completely got off track again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what is your score? What is your score? I'm, I'm all, you have to take over hosting duties. I'm all kind of messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to let you drive the, the, the boat today, man. <laughs> Well, take back the controls before I run us off a cliff. <laughs> All right, uh, this is an easy eight, man. Easy eight, and my slogan for okay. it is: um, looks can be deceiving. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm definitely gonna ride that same bus with you. I'm gonna say definitely an easy eight. Um, mm-hmm. and my slogan is gonna be: Is anyone really evil when it comes to war? That is a question that question. we need to ask ourselves. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Who's going to take the win, man, for this week? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it is hard, right? We'll I'm figure going, out at the end of the show. Yeah, I'm going with you, though. Okay, I'm, I can ride with that. All right. Um, all right, so back to what I was saying. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tanya is not really evil. Tanya is not really evil. Um, I don't know. She's not okay. Here, here's why I think she's not evil. Here's why I say okay. she's not evil. One, she's in the middle of a war. Mm-hmm. Two, okay. she outright refuses to commit a war crime. She has the ability to. She has the inclination. She does not. Yeah. Do it. She follows rules. She follows the rules least. of engagement. Mm-hmm. Right. She follows the rules of engagement. Once the rules of engagement have been co- have been established and war has been established, then the gloves are off and she's going to do whatever it takes to get the job done. In a wartime scenario, is she really evil? I don't know. Remember the, that one time, the first act, I guess, when she sent the two of the dude that disobeyed the rules to death, I guess? Well, no, no, no. Okay, here's the thing. Technically, mm-hmm. she did not send them to die. She sent them uh, to the back. She sent them to the back yeah, but she knows she did that. did not send them to die. She mm. knew that it was a possibility and a strong mm. possibility. Yes. But she did not do it. She, but it wasn't something that she could influence. 
She sent them to the back, one, because disgrace, and two, there's a possibility they could die in a pillbox, but it's yeah. not guaranteed. But she did it anyway, and she knows the possibility right. and are high. And re- refresh my memory, refresh my memory. Didn't they, mm-hmm. didn't they disobey direct orders? Mm, sure, yes. Okay, in, mm. in the military, in the military during wartime, the mm. act of, dis- of disobeying a direct order is punishable mm. up to and in- up to uh, death. Up to all right. Death is a full up to death. It mm. is a full possibility that if you're if that if what you've done is heinous enough, your mm. commanding officer can can have you put to death. Again, mm-hmm. maybe not in modern not in the modern military, depending on what military you fight for. Yeah. Um, but in that time. That was a thing. Yeah, sure. But does, so, the, the fact that she is pretty evil by doing so is still I don't, stand, I don't know. I, guess. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Because here's the thing. By breaking, mm-hmm. by break, when you are given the orders by your commanding officer, unless mm-hmm. those orders are completely unlawful and could lead to the entire platoon dying mm-hmm. through negligence, yeah. your acts by disobeying that order put all of your squad mates at at risk for dying. Yeah, sure. Because you have a strategy and you have a strategy to follow. And if it's not mm-hmm. executed properly, everyone could die. Yeah. So the pro so it stands to reason that punishment for putting your squad mates at risk of dying would be for you to be put to death. And even then, she didn't put them to death. She sent them to an area that was technically more dangerous than the one they were in. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a gray area though. Evil but, to me, evil mm-hmm. to me. Okay, mm-hmm. so if, if we're using if we're gonna use D and D terms for this, we have there's a chart where it's uh true, neutral, and chaotic. And okay. it's good, neutral, and evil. So where you line up on that chart tells you about who you are. There's true good, chaotic good, neutral good. Um mm-hmm. true neutral, um, chaotic neutral, uh neutral good. Um True evil, chaotic evil, neutral evil. So you find you fall somewhere on this chart. She yep. is, oh sorry, not true, lawful. Um, she falls under lawful evil. At that, at worst, she falls under lawful evil, where mm-hmm. you're not truly evil, but if the if logic dictates that that is the outcome of things, that is the outcome of things. I would probably line her up more with chaotic, chaotic, probably chaotic neutral, because she's not going to make the chaos, but she has no problem taking advantage of it. And also, she is the one pulling the string behind the stage most of the time. So yes. no, not most of the time. Most of the time, it's the idiots in the in the headquarters. Yeah, of course, but so um, once she joins the flying that, column. That, that also follows the the paper that she publishes, right? Right, because she's trying to get because she's trying to get sent to a cushy position. Mm-hmm. And she just they can't seem took to get advantage it. of it, and they took advantage of it, and yeah, they used they used to work in it backfire because being X was like, oh, that's a good idea. Now you get to go, you to get the one that has to deal with it. Yep. <laughs> so it's more of a being X screwing her over thing than it is a. Oh, I'm doing this for my own benefit kind of thing. I mean, half of it is for her benefit as well. 
right? Right. But what? Mm. True. I'm not gonna lie, because he wants to yeah. survive. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> so, I don't. I don't. Again, I can't really count that as evil, though. In a war, yeah. like it's in a war situation, it's me or them. I'm going home. Yeah, if you want to say it's a survival of the fittest, then yeah, sure. Not necessarily the fittest, but who who has the greater will to survive? Yeah. But like, yeah. and the other part about it is, 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 it's mind you, when you only look at this through the lens of who writes the story. Yep, sure. So there was uh, one of my favorite plays. Wicked has a has a few lines where it's like, "Is one man a traitor or liberator? Is a rich man a thief or philanthropist?" Is one a crusader, a ruthless invader? It's all in which label is able to persist. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, it's all about who writes the history books. Yep. Because while I may view you, if I'm your enemy, I may view you as a callous, evil dictator. But in your history books, you see yourself as the hero. Yeah, sure. So we're watching the story of Tanya the Evil unfold. Mm-hmm. But if she was, if we look at it from the lens of the empire, and not even the empire as a whole, her squad, they see her as she's doing whatever it takes for us to get home safe and to protect our home. Mm-hmm. So she's not evil. Yeah, but in the lens of other people, she is evil that we need to punish. Well, yeah, and, I mean, just look, yeah. just look at the girl whose uh, whose father she killed in in the main story. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert! That is uh, in the movie. <laughs> so sure. <laughs> well, no, we well no, we said we're reviewing the movie, the over and the show. Yeah. If you're watching, if you're listening to this podcast, you but you already know spoilers are coming. <laughs> and but also, it's almost season two is coming out this year. If you ain't oh, caught right. up yet, why are you watching this podcast? Mm. Why are you listening? Must be real. Come on now. Yep. Yeah. Sure. So but, um, enough said about the evil thing. It is in the gray area, I guess. So what do you think of the whole story, man? Uh, I, I'm enjoying the story as a whole so far. I'm just wondering oh. how much more they do and how they keep it going. Because right now we're watching this whole thing unfold and we're basically reliving World War II. Yeah, the sure. way it's playing out, we're literally we're basically just watching World War II play out again. Yeah. And this is just a World War II anime. But like a yeah. little twist in it, yeah. Right, with magic and, and you have this one person who's kind of guiding the scene. Yeah, sure, yeah. It's literally like military anime. It, it it was supposed to be boring, but somehow they managed to make it interesting. With the power and of Tanya magic and Isekai. No. <laughs> <laughs> power of magic Tanya and Isekai it and God, I guess, yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, Tanya makes it interesting. The magic, honestly, I don't like the magic system in this. Um, I, I don't uh, at all. I, I mean, and the more you pray to the god, <laughs> the power, the powerful it is. No, honestly, I, actually, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a uh, problem with that because it's not everyone. It's just Tanya. It's um, just Tanya who gets that power. We, we have some other mages in here too, but they are not the highlight. No, but none of the other ones. No, 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 but none of the other mages get a power boost when they pray. They yeah, get, they sure. are just strong, but they and they also happen to pray right before they do their thing, but it's not getting a power boost from being X. My problem with the magic in this is that it doesn't make sense. You have yeah. the ability to put spells into your bullets and your guns, 
Mm. But none of those spells have been, but you can't use any other kind of spells with any other kind of elemental aspect to them at all. You are in a large scale heavy infantry war with thousands of soldiers on the field. And mm-hmm. your go-to mm-hmm. move is to shoot a bullet that explodes to take out a large number of enemies, <laughs> as opposed to casting a wide-range fire spell <laughs> and burning swaths of land. I huh? mean, to be fair, they don't have any um, like a research development for the mages, I no, guess. No, you cannot tell me that they started their magic with bullets. Yeah, sure. Magic, like anything else, has an early point which follows evolution, which follows like your basic discovery and evolution. Where Mm -hmm. I understand basic magic, which is probably some form of elemental magic, and then I expand upon that to create more complicated spells, like piercing spells or that giant explosion spell that causes the vacuum that even removes the air from the area. So you can't Uh, tell me that there's not some form of elemental magic. Um, if there is, they they would have used it in this show, in this world. That's that's my point. Yeah, that's my point. Uh-huh. You can't tell me that there's no elemental magic. That you just have magic that lets you increase the explosive yield of bullets. You have magic that lets you create piercing bullets. Um, you then have you can magic ma- that make you fly you, somehow. That make you fly, create giant lasers out of a bullet. Mm-hmm. But you have nothing that's like, oh no, we got no, we don't have wind magic, we don't have fire magic. Yep, none of that. That's garbage. And, Come on now. And and also the the scarcity of, of the uh, mages itself is very limited, right? There's very few mages. Comparatively, there's very few mages to infantry, and but that's not that hard to believe. Any time that you've had like a magic society, not any time, but most of the time, where you've had a magic society or a magic-based civilization, there's always going to be a very few people who are gifted or who have the patience and the ability to learn magic versus the general population. That is not an issue for me because that's that's something that happens in a, in tons of shows, books, animes where you have a magical society. Magicians are very few comparative to the rest of the population. So mm-hmm. that doesn't really bother me. It's just how you choose to use the magic and how your system is established. We have yet to see any kind of situation where they determine how someone, how much magic someone has versus how much magic a bullet takes. None of that's established. We see these fools firing thousands of rounds, and they're still just like, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, the closest we get is the movie where the, she actually says they're running low on magic, but then they go yep. on to fight another 20-minute battle firing <laughs> God knows how many shots and flying God knows how high in the air. Like, there's oh, no rhyme or reason. <laughs> yeah, there's no logic in, in the magic system whatsoever. But I guess um, if it is interesting, it doesn't really matter as much. I guess, right? It is not I mean, I, the, yeah. the 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 thing that makes the plot um, I guess, progress. No, it it's not, not the thing plot, that makes yeah. the show great. It's yeah. not, it's not. It's just, it's just what differentiates itself from other shows. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want this to come off like I'm shitting on the show. It's just, <laughs> I need to point out the negative mm. so we can talk about the positive. Like that, yeah, sure. that is one of the things that I always look for. And that's why it only got an eight for me. Mm-hmm. 
that aside, I did have one other issue. What was it? Um, I can't remember what the other issue is now. It'll come back to me. Um, <laughs> it was specifically from the movie. Oh, I remember now. Um, okay. The movie fucked this up. <laughs> Do, the movie. Which which up. part? Which part? Okay, so when Tanya is fighting the daughter of the soldier she killed in the first one, yeah, um, sure. in the in the main show, when they they crash land into the church, okay, and Tanya's like, "Oh, is she dead?" and walks over, and the girl jumps up, hits her with the butt of her gun. Mm-hmm. She blocks with her magic shield. Mm-hmm. The other girl amplifies her magic, breaks her shield breaks her arm, sends her spinning, destroys all of her flight gear, and then leaves Tanya on the ground just all jacked up, right? Yep. But then Tanya gets up, fights the girl, stabs the girl in the back, pulls out a gun, shoots her dead in the center of her chest. And we know she did because she shot through her necklace, Mm -hmm. through the center of the chest, lights her up six more times, six or seven. Then, when right before she's about to shoot her in the head, her captain or whatever flies down, shoots at Tanya. Tanya blocks it with her shield, scoops her up and flies off. Explain to me how her shield how, is not yeah. strong enough to stop the butt of a gun, but can <laughs> stop a bullet. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the shield is um, based on individual's concentration, something like that. Oh, you mean to tell me she wasn't fully 100% concentrated on this girl that is attacking her, but she was more concentrated, but she was less concentrated then, but more concentrated on the dude who fired at her out the side of her vision. So she had less time to react. She had more time to build up. She had more concentration built up with the sneak attack than with the girl who was in front of her swinging swinging the butt of a rifle. Come on now. Yeah, this this is going back to the um, is she evil, right? She would have killed her instantly, but, but well, but, no, I was seeing the whole, I was screaming the whole time. Why did she not just put a bullet in her head? And I don't think yeah, it was a matter right? of she wasn't aiming for the head. I think mm, it was a matter yes. of she was trying to dispatch her as fast as possible, so mm-hmm. she just fired. So she was yep. she hit her dead in the center of her chest. The girl kept coming, so she was like pop, 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 pop. Finally mm-hmm. fell over. She was like, no, I got to finish this off and try to pop her in the head, and she couldn't. I don't think that's a matter of being evil. I think it's a matter of her trying to create trying basically firing to stop her as opposed to trying shooting to end her with a yeah. quick kill yeah. and that's more because she's coming at her mm-hmm. um but explain to me and we saw this in the main show too how you get shot in the chest and don't die like <laughs> her dad multiple her, times. <laughs> her dad at least got stabbed through the ch- got stabbed through the stomach or maybe the chest and maybe he missed all the vital organs maybe yeah. they could have survived maybe. No, right, maybe. The girl, on the other hand, that necklace, um, based on that height, is yep. dead center yep. on her chest. That yep. is heart territory. Yes. You mean to tell me she did not hit her in her heart? Then the subsequent shots, which all hit upper torso, not one of those hit a lung? Yeah. So yeah, no. I think the best theory that I have for this one is being X. Is helping this girl to survive, to survive miraculously. Okay, that is the best theory that I got for you. And that's the problem is I can't argue against it. Yeah, 
<laughs> because being X. But it's such a garbage explanation. Like, I can't argue with you because very well it could be being X, but it's such a yeah. garbage explanation. Yeah. I mean, but, logically, yes, like you said, she have died. Like in the in, uh, instant when uh, Tanya shot her right in the chest. Yeah. But because of being ex, um, she got to survive. I, I guess intervening <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. I I guess in the next season we will see these two again will clash uh, on each other again. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So this is the setup for it, man. Yeah, to... I know, but it's such a yeah. garbage setup. Like, yeah. the, like it literally the way they should have did it, they should have saved her. Like, they shouldn't have had her meet her at all until mm. this scene, until the end of the movie. Have her fight her, see her father's gun, have her go freaking psycho, yeah. and then when she falls out of the sky and hits the ground and she's all like busted up, have dude save her then and carry her off. And that should have been the end of their interaction, of their first interaction in this movie. And then bring her back in the sequel to have them finish their fight. I don't think she should have came back and fought her twice. I don't know. It, it, uh, for me, it, it doesn't matter. As long as um she has like something to hold grudge against, the whole thing just doesn't matter to me. Right. But I mean, from a point of from the point of view of why would you put this in here when it looks like it doesn't make any sense? And the only way to explain it is being x and i think that's called i think that that thing is called a MacGuffin. um yeah sure it's either MacGuffin or plot armor like mm-hmm. MacGuffin plot armor which or whatever you want to call it like that being the only way to explain it away mm-hmm. sucks if they just done it to where she fell out of like she literally when she went haywire like the first time they fought her she got blown out of the sky fell yeah. like fell out of we the sky we saw that like, we saw that up. one right right and have that be the conclusion to their first battle, and then mm-hmm. we don't see her again until season two, mm-hmm. and then just cut out the whole, like, the only reason she survived being shot directly in the chest, which should have been a heart shot, yeah. was being X. I think by cutting that out, you remove that 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 issue with story, and but, then but just carry it out in the second season. Since this is a movie, then the movie become like like like, very bland, right? It just ended with, well, with no, no, uh, no. Uh, Empire winning, I guess. Well, no, no, no. no that's what, what I'm saying. From, from the other uh, Allied Kingdom, you know? Well, no, no. That's that's not what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. remember when they attacked the Red Square? Yeah. When they attacked, uh, when they attacked the Square? Yeah. Don't have her show up there. Don't have oh, the Allied Forces show up there. cut it all out. Oh, okay. Right. Well, don't, don't cut it out. Move that fight to the end of the movie. Because they weren't supposed to fight there anyway, mm-hmm. nor did they really do anything. That whole interaction was just to introduce Mary to Tanya. If you cut that out, move it to the end of the movie, and have their big climactic battle there. Because I'm sorry, the battle when the battle they had at that point, and that that whole like she goes like haywire and starts to overpower, and then Tanya's just like, oh no, I gotta end this bitch, and just yep. rapid fires into her to break her shield. That was a way better end to the fight than this one. I don't know so because that, without without that first scene, the that girl wouldn't being so eager to join the volunteer unit. I guess she was already in the volunteer unit. 
Yeah, she is in training, Literally, but with, no, without no. without her seeing Tanya at at the uh, Red Square, right there, right, she wouldn't have go to the other what camp, what Tigrov something. I, I, no, it she, is hard no, she would Yeah, it's a little hard to pronounce. She definitely would have gone there though, because literally she was she was so eager to go and fight that it didn't matter. You saw when when they were in the Red Square that she was the first one on the brim to try to fly off. We have mm. to help our we have to help our allies. We have to help our allies. She would have been the same way in this situation, and they had orders to assist, and she would have been just as eager to fly off. I think it, she was so eager because she saw Tanya though. She saw the no, no, no. In, the in the second of the fight, yes. In the second yeah. fight, yes. In Same goes for, for, for the first one, though. Same goes for the no, first one. No, she didn't two. see Tanya. She didn't know who Tanya was. The reason she, she got know, so hyped she, that Tanya, she know Tanya is the the devil, but she doesn't know the one that who killed her father, right? Exactly. So the yeah. fact that she knew Tanya is simply the devil of the Rhine, mm-hmm. she would have been more. She would have been just as eager to attack her to defend her allies mm-hmm. as she was in the first fight. The reason yeah. she was so eager in the second fight was because she saw that her father's gun in Tanya's hand. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason she went psycho on Tanya. So yeah. if we move that first encounter to the end of the movie, have her see that gun when she encounters Tanya, have her still go completely freaking haywire, you still would have got that same explosive reaction and desire for blood from Tanya. And it just uh, we could have just used I don't that know. to cut out that bad ending scene. I don't know. If the impact that we have as an audience will will be the same though, the impact that she has as a victim, I don't know if we can call her a victim, would be the same though, because yeah, um, Tanya just uh, what do you call that? Becomes uneasy with the whole mess since she knows that um that girl is the one that um. Uh, the soldier that he killed, the one one of um, his daughter, right? Oh, Tanya doesn't care know. that that's his daughter. Tanya has, Tanya gives no shits about the fact that his enemy's daughter has come seeking revenge. She doesn't care. The thing that unnerves Tanya is that she almost beat Tanya. Yeah, that's what unnerved Tanya. Mm-hmm. So we still could have got that. Without that beat, without that gunshot scene, I know. Literally, my only issue yeah, is with we... the gunshot scene at the end. You could have still solved it by moving mm. their one fight to the end and go and rewriting it that way and excluding that scene and having her being blown out of the sky, being the end to their final battle, and then be seeing her get carted off by the captain and being saved that way. Because that is a logical way for her to survive. We she could have easily survived that. We saw it. I would have far less time, far less difficult a time believing she could survive that than being shot dead center in the chest. Yeah, I mean we we can see that happening in a series, but in a movie, we can. I mean to see that that character only show once in a battle, that would frustrate most of the people who watch it, I guess. Right? Because that is the the center of the movie, I guess. That is the main event. Right, it's of the, the center of the movie. Mm. It's the center of the movie, but that doesn't mean that it's not. Well, it's not even the center of the movie. Their their interaction with each other is not the center of the movie. It happens twice. It mm-hmm. takes up about maybe 10, 15 minutes total of an hour and a half movie. Huh. 
So I mean, otherwise, the, the movies will be all about uh, just doing the usual military stuff and with no drama at all. <laughs> with no drama <laughs> at all. With no drama at all, man. So this creates it, it some really drama was, in it. Yeah. It, it creates some weak drama. It creates some yeah. weak drama, but which is more important? Weak drama or a satisfactory ending to your climactic fight? I don't know. For me, I, I see it as a setup for the next um season. I mean, this is important to do it um in a movie though, right? Again, you still could have had that setup with the with mm-hmm. by moving that the way that the fight ended yeah. from the first fight, moving that first fight to the end and changing how the fight ended to match what happened in that first fight. You still could have had your setup for that second for the second season because you know she's gonna come back with a vengeance. But the whole like her getting shot in the heart thing and like her crying and bleeding, and he's like, "Daddy, I'm sorry, Daddy." Like, yeah. How are you doing that when you when you should definitely have a punctured lung? <laughs> Again, being ex. <laughs> I don't want see, but that's such an unsatisfactory yeah. answer. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna, sure. I'm not arguing with you about the fact that being ex might have stepped in, but it's mm-hmm. such an unsatisfying answer. And you yeah. you could have easily avoided an unsatisfying answer by simply yeah. changing how changing it progressed. The, yeah, I know. Yeah, sure. But so for me, that, that's my, that's the my impact that she has from, from this one is far greater, in my opinion. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's just, I think that, uh, that is it illogical. Yeah. It is. <laughs> and I think that I think that impact, impact could have been the same with my rearrangement. But okay. I'm gonna leave it at that. Those are the two main things that kept me from giving it a ten. Um, but I just couldn't get past it. The plot of other the story that, is, and I know it's, ah. <laughs> right, and I, I know it makes it. It seems we've been ragging on it for the last like 15 minutes. And, <laughs> so I don't want it to seem like the show isn't good. It's like, why did you give it an eight? Because the show is really, it's, really good. Yeah. Those are just the big things that bothered us, or bothered mm-hmm. me more specifically. Yeah. But the show as a whole is really freaking good. From the beginning, when you see like, like even the even going back to like the beginning when he's like, he gets pushed in front of the train and being X freezes time and he's just he's just talking shit. Yep. <laughs> Why like, should I believe in God? He said, right? <laughs> yeah, when, when everything we need is supplied by technology these days. Yep. And being X is just like, bitch, I just froze time. Like. <laughs> How do you still not worship me? Yep. <laughs> he's just literally talking shit. And he's dead with a logical and rational something something science and technology. Yeah, something something. <laughs> right. Like it's really it's 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 such a fun interaction. Mm. And then from that point on, you can see the big times being ex influences things. Like when yep. Tanya gets sent to the research lab and yeah. gets trapped <laughs> on with that gem and is going to die. Yep. And she's telling her the whole time, this thing's unstable, you're going to kill me. And then he's like, you're fine, just go in the air. And then being ex purposely did commit, got the scientist to be like, yeah, no, you're fine. I got your back. And the scientist is like, God is behind us. (laughs) And then she's about to die. And being ex steps in is like, I'll fix it for you. But if if, if you ever want to tap into its full power, you need to pray to me. And she's just like, oh, you son of a bitch. You say by strapping this time bomb to me, you are helping me, huh? (laughs) 
It was so oh, yeah. good. Such a great, great interaction, especially between Tanya and Bax. And then when Tanya's training her soldiers, like she purposely like BSs her way into like delaying the development of her unit that she does not want to go to the front. Yep. And then when she finally realizes she's getting delayed anymore, she takes them on a trip through the mountains. No, she said, <laughs> and they're let me like, train them for, for a month because she wants to make yeah. them give up. <laughs> right. And then she says, oh no, we need six months. And then, but when she takes them to the mountains and they're trekking through the mountains and they're like, first, the one they, gets they, so mad, screams first, the first oh, no. 36 hours, uh, she, oh, uh, the bombardment. Yeah, bombardment with bullets and stuff. They, they literally hours. with our children show. Yep. It, I was dying when her when the, her right hand, I can't remember her name, when her right hand, immediately when she heard the word, she's like, Victoria, when Victoria heard, she's like, oh shit. Immediately grabbed a shovel and started digging. Everyone yep. else is still talking. She's just like, nope, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, no, no. <laughs> she's in the ground. <laughs> no, the this is too show. easy. This is too easy, no. <laughs> Was so just hilarious, and then to immediately go from that to trekking through the mountains, one of the dudes losing his yeah, shit. After they done the thirty-six hours bombardment, she said, "Okay, right. you think this is all done? You have forty-eight hours to go to this point now." <laughs> right, and they're, wow. they're trekking through the snow in the mountains. Mm. Dude loses his shit, screams at the top of his lungs, and causes an avalanche. Yep. Everyone starts digging themselves out And she's just flying up above She's like oh really And they pull one of the dead dudes out of the ground He's like he's not breathing She flies down Kicks him in the head <laughs> As punishment And accidentally brings him back to life <laughs> And then everyone else is like Oh she really does care about us We'll follow you anywhere <laughs> And it's just like I was just pissed that he died <laughs> Uh, it backfired literally man. It, every time it the no, thing that, that it she does backfired. Like, it didn't backfire it didn't backfire though like because she wasn't going to get fired for killing one of her one of her dudes dying on accident no so she wants like, them to she die. wants them to give up she wants them to give up true she wanted them to backfired. give up you're right you're right yeah it backfired <laughs> and then everyone's just like no we'll follow you anywhere and it's just like wow god, god damn it <laughs> Literally, the, the training that should have um take two years to finish, it literally finished in like what three days, four days. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and she wants to delay them again because um all of the majors still um readjusting to their new um what do you call that computation um jewel? That's a yeah the new computation yeah. jewels. Yeah, that is a bad name. It's a bad name. Petition <laughs> jewel? What is that? Uh, that's the that's the thing that regulates their magic so they can fly and shit. Yeah, what, what do you magic, call them? Like Computation jewel. Call it something. So it's basically else. like a mini computer. It's basically like a computer, dude. I mean, it, let's be real. Like they did not put a ton of thought into the magic system. <laughs> yeah. But it looks cool though. It looks cool when they start to firing up, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm all of that. Why they had like? Yeah, I'm. I'm still Go trying on. to figure out how they had like they had like 
flight gear that just required like one foot mm-hmm. and a backpack. But everybody else was riding horses and brooms. Like the hell? <laughs> she has the the experiment stuff, right? The, the miracle um, thing that being X uh, strapped her into. Well, no, the no, the flight suit is what everyone everyone that was their standard issue. Mm-hmm. That was standard issue. Mm-hmm. It was the jewel was what was experimental. Yeah. So that flight suit is standard issue. Why is everyone using horses and broom? Like it's it, like it, you can it's see a different unit losing so often. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> All of the empire uses that flight suit. The other yeah. countries use horses, use like the horse type and the broom type. But they yeah. and they're wondering why they're losing. It's like because they have two free hands and you have none. <laughs> like they don't need to hold on to handlebars. Yeah. I mean, like you think somebody would have recaptured the, the unit and stole their tech? That is the disadvantages of the other country, I guess. The representation in this um, world is different, you know. Some of the country just very, what do you call it? Ten years back, twenty years back in technology, you know. Well, probably more than ten, actually. Yeah. Some of them didn't have like. Like a flight, like 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 uh, like airplane or jets, you know. Well, yeah. What was that one country though? The one that took over real quick was it Burke? Dakia. Dakia. Yeah. That that country didn't have mages. They didn't have plane. Nothing. Yep. Like yep. they got conquered in like a in like a week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the technology advancement in in different country is yeah is different. They have like a very huge gap in them. The only the the one country that really has like uh, a proper, I guess, uh, what do you call it, uh, strength to fight them is the the U.S. Right? Well, the U.S. and then the one they were fighting originally. Um, that's another. Uh, that's another thing. These countries. Republic. They, they call it the Republic. Yeah. Yeah, the Republic, um, they they had the tech to, to, to fight them on equal ground. Um, yep. Other than that, the, the other countries did. is just, yeah. <laughs> no, but... Most of the other countries, no. Yeah. But then again, they're, they're, only, they're, taking, they're attacking smaller countries right now. So I mean, even expect. in the movie, they are attacking the, the Federation, right? The Russian, I guess? Uh, essentially, they're attacking Russia. Um, yeah. But the only reason that they were the only reason they couldn't compete was because they didn't have mages. They got rid of their mages. Yep. That's why they were getting. That's where they were getting destroyed. That's why they had to get the help of the Federation um, or the Alliance because of the fact that they refused to have their own mages. So the yeah. Alliance was able to supply some on loan from the volunteer forces. Mm-hmm. I didn't it. Yeah, we can see the 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 empire winning the whole war. But yeah, how how far is the World War Two representations in, is really I guess true in this um story? It's fairly true. Um, I'm not the biggest history buff by any stretch, yeah. but it seems like the way the players are brought in that it's mm-hmm. holding pretty true. Um. I think the only real difference was they started fighting wars on multiple fronts a lot sooner, and um, 
that's when things had to, you had more countries involved and they were sending people to fight more countries at the same time. Um, you didn't see that too much in this one. They tend to focus on a single country they're attacking and that's it. Oh, okay. Because, uh, you know me, I I suck in the world history and stuff. So that that is why I ask <laughs> this question though. I don't know how far, how how true it is that they they make the real history into this show but i guess it is pretty true that i mean i'm not much i'm not much better i mean <laughs> I, mean, i was not the best when it came to the history class <laughs> but yeah i mean this is so interesting the plot um and i mean even the comedy even though this this whole military anime show is very serious at times They still managed to pull off some good comedy in there, right? Window there, yeah. <laughs> It is mostly oh, yeah, about like, about how... about this one battalion, and Tanya has to um, guide them through. Yeah, but the, the comedy is always on point. Yeah, how the battalion came to be because um Tanya um <laughs> proposed. I don't know if it is a propose or just a sharing of idea at that time, but it come to fruition with this one sudden discussion of some sort, right? Right. She got asked yeah. her opinion and asked it free freely, and dude took her opinion to heart and was like, "Okay, do it." She's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> give Give me in a proper paper and send it to me. <laughs> Oh my God! And she instantly regretted um, her action back then. <laughs> oh my God! So I guess um, yeah. Uh, what is your memorable scene in here, man? Um, memorable scene would probably have to be. I got you know I got to give it to that first. It was actually early on in the series when she launched that giant. The first time she used uh, prayer to summon, uh, to tap into being X's power oh. and ended up like that giant black cloud where it's like, even if you go in there, like the, the oxygen is sucked out of your lungs kind of thing. Yep. Like that scene was just epic and the way they described everything. I wish we would have seen more of that throughout the series mm-hmm. instead of just the one time. Yeah, that is the attention graver, man. That is back in episode one, you know. That's the only one time that happens, I guess. Other than that, the the all of the um, magic spell stuff, pretty weak, I guess. It's more about tactical and yeah, yeah. It's all about. But it's just it's stuff. all basic. It's like they, there was no variety. That's about that was kind of my complaint. There's no difference in magic. It's just the one kind of magic that they use are like three different spells, and then she uses like a large scale bombardment spell every once in a while. And that's it. Yeah. But it's like um, there's no variety whatsoever. One of my memorable scenes is that when um she was trapped in, in that rocket, the V1 rocket, to go yeah. to the... <laughs> when she, she saw the doctor again. <laughs> oh no, doctor! Oh, she was. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, oh no, suddenly I don't feel so good about this. <laughs> And she asked the doctor, um, can we control the speed on this thing? No, we don't of need to control not. the speed. Uh, the only way we can boost the the speed is by purging the empty tank, and it can go far faster than that, up to Mach one point eight. 
Like, no. Well, can we, we just go like, forward. Like, we don't have the space the... for all those throttles and everything. We just need to move forward. Like, are you serious? <laughs> we just need to go forward. <laughs> There's no arguing with, with the doctor, man. I, I really love the crazy doctor. <laughs> right, that was that was that. The interaction was great. <laughs> the moment we have the doctor in the show, oh man, you know something crazy gotta happen, you know. <laughs> Multiple times that Tanya exploded in the air. <laughs> I think the only one that Tanya um, cannot hold grudge against is the doctor, you know. <laughs> Even she, she, if she wanted to, she, she cannot. <laughs> oh my god, and. Look how easy though, all of the troops in here um get promotion in rank. Is that normal? No. <laughs> well, I suppose if you're if you're a war hero, yeah, but generally no. There's a lot of work involved. Yeah, right. I, look, look at her. It, it is so easy. I guess. I mean, yeah, she she's a hero in most cases, but the other guy. Even in, in uh, her battalion itself, uh, it's pretty easy to become like promoted and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of illogical over there. Yeah. But, but other than that, um, yeah, I enjoyed the movie. And oh, let's, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the OVA, man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, so this this OVA should have been um in between the um series and the movie, right? Yeah, it's between the movie and the show. Yeah, it is back when um the battalion should have um uh, do a recon on the south to attack the uh, remnants of the republic, and they were sent to the desert for some reason, and they need to do a recon there. Without any proper uh, water supplies and food. And the folk at, at the HQ thinks that, oh, wh- why don't we send a, a dried pasta over there? <laughs> they would be um, well, happy. How are you gonna, how, okay, okay. <laughs> not thinking about the water, fine. How are you going to send pasta with nothing to put on it? <laughs> That's the point. That's the point. <laughs> And they brought up in, in the show as well. Why the hell they said a, a dried pasta without any of the other ingredients and no water at that? You think, you think it is far better, man? No, it is not. But with some miracles and some technical um uh, strategy, they managed to make a pasta in the middle of the desert, man. And here, the Republic things that oh look at their tactics <laughs> they only attack um the camp at, at the border you know <laughs> and uh, listed they 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 knowledge that they only come to uh, steal your um tomato sauce and like some other raw stuff and water just to make a pasta not really want to attack the, the camp <laughs> 
<laughs> but it is still a fun OVA, man. Definitely, you need to watch it. Um, I guess because it is still in a direct timeline of, of the whole show, regardless, you know. Right. So let's move on to the characters, man. Who's your favorite characters? Um, my favorite character is probably Victoria. The thing about Victoria is, do you notice that the way they um draw the male characters in here is very like muscular, like really tough looking and stuff. But when it comes to the female character, it is too cute, I guess. And Victoria yeah, looks yeah, a little bit chubby for a military girl. In my I don't know opinion. if she was supposed. To, I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're trying to make her chubby. I think they're trying to make her curvy, because that was one of the things that they showed in like the first two or three episodes, was mm-hmm. um, Victoria buying Tanya like a nightgown or a shirt or something, yeah. and it was for someone who was bigger chested. So mm-hmm. I don't think they were trying to portray her as chubby. I think they were trying to. They were trying to do curvy, but I think with the uniforms it just didn't work. Yeah. The way the female um characters uh represent in here is they have like a, a really big head, and somehow Victoria looks a little bit chubby, even though she is skinny, I guess. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that bothers me quite a bit. But like like the other characters in the movie, like like the daughter of the uh. uh the soldier that Tanya killed, that looks fine. Why she looks fine <laughs> and Victoria doesn't look fine at all? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I could not tell you. Yeah. But Victoria, yeah, um, fun girl. Um, she can just be herself, even though in a very, very tense situation. And most of the time, she stay calm and follow Tanya um, loyally, I guess, without, yeah, disobeying any orders or questioning any orders, I guess. But for me, though, I, I already said my favorite characters, it, it is the doctor. Um, he is crazy. Maybe uh, being ex um, show, show, showed up in his dream or something. And right after that, he is a believer. He is a follower of God, I guess. <laughs> and maybe the rocket itself is the work of God as well. Maybe that is the inspiration of it. <laughs> Being just want to toy with Tanya most of the time. So I guess, yeah. Um, how about your least favorite character, man? That one weird, like, glasses dude in the movie. Glasses dude? From the, the one who was like, yeah, from the ally, from the the commission. oh from from the Russia who yeah because he was that that he had that weird pervy thing like he was just perving on Tanya and I was like dude Tanya's nine um probably ten no because this couple years have passed right no they never established a timeline for a year like there's no birthday there's there's nothing that's done to signature actually no 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 I'll need to look um hold on let me look this up. Because uh, that's right, they, she, did, they do have she the was there. nine when she was military, uh, and she was she's getting the silver wing badge. She was still nine, and 
there's a couple months that she was in the academy, right? Six Hang months on. or something like that. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go to the wiki. There's, they actually do put years. I just I completely wasn't paying attention. And then um, one of the mission, Tanya said that was her birthday. I don't remember. Yeah. So what what other um memorable scene in here that when um Tanya tried to attack the Dakia, right? The da uh, Dakia's uh, capital. Yes. And when uh, the other member of the battalion said, um, you need to put a warning first before you attack the capital. Oh, oh yeah. you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> and Tanya asked, um, Victoria, can you do the, the announcement? <laughs> All of no them stare at her. Cutie voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Tanya started to use her, her cutesy voice <laughs> to give the warning. <laughs> Man, oh man, that is one time you see a, a cuteness of Tanya, man. <laughs> okay, here, so 1914, nine years after that is 1923, right? My math, my math is correct. Um, the last date I remember seeing was 1925, so she's 11. Yeah. You should be 11 at old. that point. Mm, not just nine. That not, doesn't make it any better. Not nine forever, like um, Detective Conan, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean Ash Ketchum. Oh, uh, yeah, same. <laughs> um, but no, like, that still puts her at, like, 11 years old. That's still freaking creepy. Yeah. No, no matter how you slice it up, yeah, that is still creepy. But other than that, it is hard to find, like, like a very um bad character in here, right? Uh, honestly, if it wasn't going to be that dude, it would have been the Mary's father. Well, he's just fighting for his country as well. Well, no, no, that's not why. So after okay. he loses all his men, mm -hmm. and then Tanya stabs him, and he just goes freaking haywire. Yeah. And he literally, like, he makes those trench shells, I think she called them. Uh -huh. And knowing that it's a war crime he's, he's just fucking unstable with them oh when he used the, the trench gun yeah oh yeah but but still though you need to use whatever you can for your country i guess no 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 like, like you said in the eyes of the the other um characters yeah he is a hero man not a hero he's shit <laughs> <laughs> no war crimes oh my if you want to hate hate Tanya for attacking the non-combatants in the um, what do you call it a read non-combatant she didn't attack non-combatant remember the the one that um, rebels in the um, supply store or something like that in a read Oh, that one. Technically, Remember that one? Not, so. Yeah, yeah she's just following orders. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again. Again, right? Yeah. And I don't but remember them killing kids, though. They didn't show us. I don't remember them killing women or children. They didn't show us. They just burned the whole city down. Yeah. Without showing any of it. That happens. Yeah. And <laughs> even that, that one dude, Grant, right? 
second lieutenant grant in the yeah. her third company oh yeah in her, in her third company he has uh, has to obey orders as a soldier even though he doesn't want it morally right i mean even right. wise get injured um early in the mission because he knows he cannot handle the whole thing yeah <laughs> what is she doing wise <laughs> oh my god but orders are orders right there's nothing you can do orders. and that was also one of her the paper that um tanya wrote how to at do war in a city right yeah i had to go away with, yeah. basically how to get away with a war crime. again the thing right, that she wrote you. backfired again <laughs> yeah biting right, her in the ass so there you go man <laughs> uh um like i said i, I don't have any of, of my least favorite character in here uh, other than the um creepy dude that shannon um state over there so in conclusion though um will you recommend the show to other people to watch oh absolutely the show uh, this this is a great show they're probably not going to be like a newbie anime but it's definitely it's definitely recommendable yeah i mean it is pretty serious at times you need to read the dialogue um a lot in this show or you will miss like a very um details in their tactics and stuff but other than that oh damn the the plot of the story is so good um the comedy is good um the animation pretty much represents that era right it is very um like uh, dull not really um colorful there's like a certain filter like like this show has to represent that era of war i guess and even the the um battle the battle in the air is very awesome in my opinion um i remember that when um the whole battalion needs to um uh, intercept the fighter jet and, and helicopter mm-hmm. and stuff man that that whole scene is so good <laughs> and tanya over there man oh she's a gem <laughs> um definitely recommend the show to for you to watch oh man if you haven't uh, watched the show what are you doing in this world um but yeah um other than that that is the end of our review of saga of tanya the evil If you like what you heard here, please give us a like, give us a follow, and give us a rating on whatever platform that you listen this podcast on. So next week for our Fang FM, what are we going to do next, Shannon? Next week we are going to be doing a review for Skate the Infinity. Yeah, it, it's a skateboarding anime. Um, we normally um don't do like a sport um anime kind of stuff, but it's a request from someone so let's see how it goes um other than that if you have any comment or suggestion regarding our show or any of our future shows you can hit us up on our social media where can people find us on the interweb channel you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at shitake podcast 
Or if you want to shoot us an email, hit us up at shiitakepodcast at gmail.com. All right, with that being said, um, let's end the podcast like usual. Um, the world is a crazy place, um, and you should be careful out there, man, and just be safe out there, and please don't die. Damn you being next. <laughs> um, unfortunately, they don't have any oppa in here, right? There's no, like, offense no, but no, there's no fan service, but I'm thinking about changing my uh, my catchphrase to be uh, "damn you being X" for pretty much any negative thing that happens in my life. <laughs> I mean, you you should be careful, man, because Big X will intervene and send you to another world. Well, let's just put it like this: Being X, if you would like me to pray to you, if you could let me win the lottery, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Just I, imagine every Big day, X day. reincarnate you as a little girl. No, don't do in that. A, in a war don't zone. <laughs> All you gotta do is give me six numbers. Six numbers. <laughs> six numbers. Just I, six numbers, man. Right? Oh, every man. day, twice a day. Every day, twice a day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That is all it took for you to be, become a believer? Oh, man. The current lottery in my state is up to $279 million. And 70% of it you need to give to the government? No. If that's correct? It's like right? 30%. Only 30%? Oh, okay. That's a deal. Yeah, it's like 30 35%. Okay. Like, legit. If, if all I'm left with is $100 million, mm-hmm. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right um, i know how to make money with money <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> all right um that's it um let's end the podcast as usual Shannon. let's say with me um shiitake shiitake